Dear John, this is John, your host, and I am so happy to bring you guys episode three. I have some very special guests this week, and I'm so excited for the conversation we're about to have. And yeah, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hello, my name is Rosalia. I am 20, and my TikTok handle, which is probably my most prominent form of social media, is I am Rosalia. Hey guys, I'm Nicole Leone, and I am 19 years old. I'm so glad to be on John's podcast. Um, I'm very big on YouTube, so if you want to subscribe, my YouTube handle is Nicole Leone. My Instagram is Nicole, O-N-E underscore, and then my TikTok is Nicole Leone underscore. Sorry for so many different ones, but... Go check me out. Go subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. And uh, me, I am Tyler Najara. I do YouTube videos. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitch. I also stream, you know, games or whatever it is. Uh, all my handles are just Tyler Najara. T-Y-L-E-R-N-A-J-A-R-A. And yeah, I'll link all their channels, pages, and everything in the description of this week's episode. We also had another guest plan to join us, Mia, but she got a little, <laughs> got into a little accident. Poor Mia. Her, yeah, poor Mia is right. Uh, Mia Conti from TikTok. She's very good friends with one of my good friends from Manhattan College. So she was going to be the fourth guest on today's episode. She may still tune in, but if not, we'll have to get Mia back on for another episode at some point. If you couldn't tell by all of our introductions, I think one of the common themes was social media. And I feel like I brought this like group of people together to talk about social media because out of all the people I know... Because we're all trying to make it in the yeah. social media world. We're trying to make it out the Bronx. We're trying to the make trenches. it out the Bronx, literally. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're all very into social media right now and very different aspects, which I think is really cool. Some, like Tyler and Nicole are big on YouTube, while me and Rosalia are kind of on TikTok. Maybe we'll branch out yeah. to other platforms. I don't know. I'm, I tried YouTube when I was younger. Instagram <clears throat> Reels is up next. That's what we gotta get on. Yeah, you actually have been like going hard with the Reels. There was on my explore page. Instagram Reels are tough. They've been a really like tricky one to navigate for me because they the I know we're gonna talk more about algorithms later, but I want we'll get into that. But um, they're definitely really hit or miss. But I'm trying to like figure them out. Yeah, I like actually saw like micro influencers influencers post on TikTok kind of Reels help like build their Instagram engagement. I just, like, don't know what I post on Reels. I'm also so bad with technology. You that can post your TikToks Yeah, I'd say just yeah. repost them. I'd say yeah. just repost them. Because they're, like, what, a couple seconds long? Like, 15 seconds at most? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say just repost them. And you can make them not, like, in feed, right? Yeah, so I make yeah. my all mine just Reels because I don't want them in my feed. But I guess if we're going to talk about this now, the thing is t- um, Instagram Reels doesn't really want people reposting TikToks. So, um, a lot of times if they detect the TikTok watermark in your reels, they won't promote it in the algorithm. So you need to, um, like, screen record the videos before you, like, save them, and then post them on reels without the TikTok watermark. Oh, that's actually sick. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, because there's some of the TikToks that, like, I kind of blew up on that, like, I'd post to Instagram because other accounts posted them to Instagram, and it's it's kind of annoying. Like I'm sure you experienced that yeah. with like your t- your viral TikTok. Yeah, I got posted on the bitches page, and that was like a lot. I yeah, I got like random tags. It was like like this like sorority life one, like yeah. the verified sorority page. And I was like, okay, I'm a guy. Why am I on a sorority page? <laughs> first of all, but it was also like I didn't get like a message or anything. They just like reposted it, which I don't think they really can do. But I think they should credit you. Probably yeah, I literally right. just got a tag on yeah, the caption. Yeah, I wouldn't complain. If someone reposted my stuff, uh, I would true. not complain. As long as they, like, get uh, a promotion. Plug you in. Like, they plug yeah. your social media. Yeah. 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 They're basically just, like, robbing your video and gaining views off of it. And it's yeah. not like, who knows, depending on, like, the, I'd say the standing of that Instagram account. Because some people make money off Instagram, but not everyone mm-hmm. does. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. 
There's so much that goes into that, like, with brand deals and just, like, posting and stuff like that, which we'll definitely get into later, but using the idea of, like, kind of, like, stealing content and stuff, I feel like that's a good segue into, like, the next, like, topic. I think for, like, going way back on YouTube, like, not necessarily stealing content was trending, but, like, challenges and stuff like that, like, Christmas, it's, like, unboxing haul, like, stuff like that. There Mm -hmm. were things that were so prominent on YouTube, like, what was it, like, the... Jelly bean prank ones. Bean boo. I did that one. I literally did that one. I'll never do it again though. Yeah. I feel like, like if, cause every year like trends do come back, like with the challenges and stuff. I know that was very big, like a few years ago. But I feel like if you take that and then make it like your own to your own twist, then I think you could really like pop off and get a lot of views and not necessarily like make it the same like being boozled like and whatever other challenge but come up with your own challenge like and incorporate like the other like have like your yeah. own aspect mm-hmm. but like, i feel you like you have a challenge yeah. but have something different it's exactly. like an anti-challenge like have you seen people that kind of yeah. do like the opposite of it like i i always find the videos where people like take a trend that's either supposed to be really serious and they make it like um like super like mocking or funny or like vice versa if you take a trend that's like super like whatever and you make it the other way but I always think that it's just like important to credit the people who started it because like once a big creator does something like whoever made that trend whoever made that dance whoever did that like they're never getting credit for it again like now it's Charlie D'Amelio's or somebody else's thing everything gets like lost but like I feel like like just like the change in social media where it was like YouTube was basically everyone doing the same thing mm-hmm. yeah. now on social media it's like war if it's not like exactly credited to the right person because i know yeah. there's been so many challenges or like things i've seen on tiktok that like i've just the only time i've seen it, it's been from one person like i didn't like think to go back to the original creator and stuff like that and i don't know if that's like laziness on my part but it's like if it's like a random thing what like i don't feel the need to like dance yeah. credit that's totally different because mm-hmm. that's like someone's actual like hard work and stuff but it's like if I see someone who's, like, if I see a TikTok about, like, going to private high school and I kind of put my own twist on it, like, I'm not copying you. It's, like, it's your the own same thing. life. Like, some yeah. things just aren't ever going to be, like, original. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. things like that, they aren't. Like, and I also different. feel like it is a competition because someone can do, like, the same thing as you, but it's always going to be who's funnier, who can keep your interest. Because yeah. someone could do, like... I keep going back to the Bean Boozled challenge. <laughs> it's just like such a prime but, example because yeah. everyone, it was, that was on all social media. Like, it could either be boring, you could edit it badly, or you can edit it great and just keep their attention. And normally what I find is TikTok is very big nowadays because everyone's attention span is so small. And so I hate since, three minute videos. I hate it. Thank God they had Yeah, that's why it. if you get bored of one, you just scroll to the next one. And I find with YouTube, I feel like it has been going out of style, kind of, because no one wants to sit there and watch a 10-minute video. They get bored, they skip around. So what I really try to incorporate in my videos is very quick cuts and like very like straight to the point. This way, that's I why can, David Dobrik did so well. All of his videos were yeah, like, and they're all different clips because, mm-hmm. like I said, no one wants to sit there and watch a ten-minute video of you just like talking. Yeah. Or or it, it sucks because like there's sometimes where I do want to watch like a long video. Like that's oh, why yeah. I, that's why I love watching like like the video of like, like Emma Chamberlain. Like yeah, Emma Chamberlain. Like she was, Mojo. Yeah, she was one of the first. Emma Chamberlain was one of the first YouTubers like I like actually like followed. Like, I was never big on YouTube, like, consistently. I mean, there were, like, random channels and stuff, but I usually just watched it for, like, music videos and stuff. But I really liked Emma Chamberlain's. And, like, it was a good, like, happy medium because they weren't super long, like, story times because I don't even have ADD, but, like, I could not focus during, like, story times. It has to be, like, a Tana story time where she's, like, screaming, yelling, showing receipts and all this stuff. And if you really, like, look into it, like, Emma Chamberlain's videos, all she has are, like quick cuts or edits that will right. always keep your attention span plus she's funny and like, and tr- then, like her try on hauls like i obviously can't wear the girl's clothes but like i'm yeah. intrigued because it's like every five seconds there's like a new thing popping up on the screen so i'm like oh shit like what is she gonna do with this i mean i'm not gonna wear her cropped thrifted polo and then but... on the other hand david dobrik 
why do you think David Dobrik is one of the biggest YouTubers? Because his videos are four minutes long. Yeah, and they're so jam-packed in those four minutes. It's like you almost want more with some of his videos. Mm -hmm. You can tell a lot of people have like taken inspiration from that too, like Bryce Hall and all yeah. these videos. Like you see people doing very similar style Alex videos. Warren, right? Yeah, it's, it's, oh, Alex yeah. Warren's another perfect example. And I don't really like going back to what you said like yeah. about like copying. I feel like that is like a per that's like not copying. It's yeah. more like Inspo. people. That's like yeah. the magic. Like people just find the right recipes for how to make a video. Yeah, exactly. And I think like with what you said, like oh, like when you do videos about like Catholic school and stuff, if people just find the right type, the right style of videos that like fit people's attention no. spans, because like what Nicole said, like people's attention spans are short, but there's like recipes to get into people's heads and like keep especially them now that the option like. Like from YouTube to TikTok, it's like you have the option. It's like okay, I want to want to laugh in fifteen seconds. Like mm -hmm. make me laugh right mm -hmm. now. I can watch forty videos in the same length as one YouTube video. But yeah, like going off of like back to what you were saying, with like kind of getting inspo and just kind of like taking an idea, like making it your own and stuff. Like we've even done that so many times. Like when I blew up for like the scale video, I think it was like with the sound, you were just like, I'm totally copying you using the sound, but like, I'm totally not like stealing your idea. Yeah. And it's like stuff like that. And I think obviously like we're friendly enough to tax and stuff, but it's like, I really couldn't care less. It's like that sound worked for me. Like I want other people to like yeah. blow up from that. It's like that sound was trending at the time. Everyone was using some form of like, what the fuck moment. It was like the gas pedal, like don't, don't, don't like the yeah. like <laughs> suspense. And it was like, that's trending. It's like people are doing what's trending on social media. Mm -hmm. It's like that's how you build a platform. And I think that kind of, I keep saying the word segue, but that kind of goes into the difference between like what we're doing versus what Tyler and Nicole are doing because we can read the algorithm well mm -hmm. because it's like TikTok kind of gives you trending sounds, trending hashtags. You see on your free page what's trending. It's like we obviously can't do Alabama Rush videos, but people are making their own twist on it yeah. and doing fake Alabama Rush videos and they're blowing up because of it. Mm -hmm. And like that's what's working for them. But like you guys with YouTube now, I feel like it's so much harder because it is a dime a dozen. It's like you're not being pushed as much as you are on TikTok where you guys kind of have to like really find what works for you. And it does take trial and error. And like same with TikTok. It's like when I post like a college montage, I know that that's not going to blow up. But I like posting them, so I still I'm gonna post them. With you guys, it's like for you, like your fashion videos, like your clothes videos and stuff, like mm -hmm. have been doing super well lately. That's true. So yeah. that's what's gonna work for you. But it sucks because at least for me, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way. It's like you don't want to be like pigeonholed and like forced to do these things. Because I know like like my past like few viral videos like. The one with my friend group, now every video I post, where's Jillian? Why'd you treat your friend like that? Like, oh my god, it's like, I explained it ten times. Like, obviously, like, I didn't have the answer that you guys wanted, so it's not working for you guys. Like, okay, then just keep thinking what you want to think about it, and I'm not making any more videos of it. Yeah. Like, she'll be in my videos, but, like, I'm not revolving at all around the story time. The same thing with Kendall Verdo's. Right. And I felt bad because I kind of, like, cashed out on the Kendall thing because I, like, really got into the Dance Moms fan base, and I went live, and I actually, not, like, good money, but I did make money off my live because all, like, the fucking 12-year-old girls were giving oh, really? me, like, gift points. Yeah. How much did you make from the live? I think just from, like, an hour live, I made, like, 30 bucks. Oh, my God. But that's God. still, like... That's so $30 good. Richer. Yeah. Dude, I shoot for like three hours last night. The most like I was like ten viewers, bro. Oh really? <laughs> Swear to God. Uh -huh. Insane. Yeah. I haven't been as good at lives lately. When I at lives, you're better off doing lives. I've realized when you're in a spurt of going a lot, getting yeah. a lot of followers. So like right now, I haven't had a burst of followers in months. So like it wouldn't make sense yeah. for me. Like to I just had mine, so it yeah. Works. So like when you're awesome. exploding followers, and I guess that's probably easier to do on TikTok than it is to do on any other platform. That's when you need to be going live like a couple times a day. Yeah. But going off what you said too, like that happened to me as well with like my big video that kind of like, you know, like set off my entire like doing TikTok at all. Like me and my ex literally had like a contest of like we were going to make two similar videos, like this whole like step bro thing. And then um, we posted them and mine ended up getting 2 million likes. 
and it's just a video of me pretending that I'm fucking my stepbrother, but it's actually my ex-boyfriend at the time. And it's like, now you're, I still have people eight, or, oh, what am I talking about eight months? A year and four months later, coming up to me, or coming in my comments, like, oh, we're stepbro, like, we're stepbro, did you actually fuck your stepbro? And I don't want to do that anymore, like, I want to post other stuff. Exactly, and, like, it's funny that you mentioned the thing with stepbro, quotes, air quotes. Uh, because, like, with the video, it's, like, I posted it and it started blowing. Uh, and then Jillian posted a video because she was, like, okay, if this is trending, like, the video's about me. If I make, like, a duet, like, talking about it, like, I'll get the same engagement. Like, it'll build engagement. And Did my, it work? No, not at all. Oh. That's what's so hard about the algorithm because it's, like, people wanted to hear what she had to say. But the only people who were seeing what she was posting were the people who came from my account. Yeah. So it's like, but I also feel like TikTok, I mean, I don't know if it's just me and I'm just not funny enough, but I feel like TikTok really picks and chooses like the accounts that want to blow up. So like I could see this stupid TikTok with like two words and I'll blow up and I'll say something and then it'll get like what like. Honestly, I do get like a good amount of like likes for not blowing up. But I'm just saying, I feel like it really picks and chooses. And I feel like Rosalie and John, like, TikTok chose you, <laughs> if and that I, makes sense. I think we also just, like, played our cards really well. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you're getting, like, say, like, upwards, like, 300 likes on some of your videos. Mm -hmm. But when we, like, because I feel like I started out, like, I'd get, like, 200, I'd get 250, and, like, it wouldn't go past there. And I was like, what the hell am I doing wrong? But then in October, when the scale video blew up, I kind of took it and ran with it. Like, every video I posted after that for, like, the next two weeks was getting upwards of a 1,000 likes. And then I kind of just kind of, I was, like, just building off it. It was like, okay, I made, after the scale video, I made a bunch of different videos. Mm -hmm. Like, some with the scale, but then I kind of realized, okay, like, this funny video is doing really well because people are liking me for my humor. Whereas and I feel like they're very, like, both of your videos, or both of your TikToks, too, they're very, like, original. Like, Rosalia, you started the whole entire stepbro, stepsis trend <laughs> that now everyone knows about. And then, John, your ideas are just very original. Yeah, they're, like, out of nowhere. But, like, this is so bad, but it, they always happen when I'm in, like, my manic state. Like, the scale video, that was my first one to blow up. I, that one was funny. It literally blew up, and I like I woke up the next morning, like next to JP, uh, next to Sal, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you!" And he was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "This video has eight hundred thousand views right now," and uh, like then I up went upwards like one point seven mil, but I was just like, "Why?" Like I made this at five a.m. the Monday after Halloween weekend. We were all so tired. I had a boot on my foot. I was so down bad after Halloween, so down bad. I like was doing like the mom selfie pose, like with my hand in the air, like upward angle, and like I was just like I was all over the place. And then that did well, and that's kind of the same thing as my most recent viral video. I literally, I didn't even film the girls like on TikTok. I filmed them on Snapchat because their reactions were so funny. I'm not even in the video that blew up, so it's like yeah. I'm not even there, so it's like people don't know who were who was behind the camera until like my other videos following it. Because mm -hmm. that was the other thing. After that, I did a story time, and I hate updating apps, so I don't have three minute videos. If I updated, I would have had them like months ago. Like you probably got that like yeah. message, like oh you're in, like the first group to mm -hmm. release yeah, three minute videos. <laughs> yeah, so like I just don't like updating apps, so I didn't do it. And then I was like, okay, I'll do three parts. And a big thing was like top comment it's like some of my comments got like 70,000 likes so I responded wow. to that comment and when you respond to a comment that has likes everyone who liked it gets a notification oh so it's like Instagram. yeah in yeah. two minutes I already had 400 views and like 200 likes so I kept like building it and building it and building it mm -hmm. and then it was promoting my other video more because people were interacting with all of them and then yeah I feel like like, that's for TikTok, but I feel like for YouTube, it's also extremely hard to blow up because you just have to, like, it's not like a quick, like, 15-second video where you can laugh and everyone uses the app. YouTube, you really have to, like, make people and, like, have 
their interest, like keep their interest. And I just feel like it's very hard, especially when people are making like the same types of videos. And um, I really think that you have to have a good thumbnail and a good title to um, get people to watch. And then once they click on your video, you have to have some like, it's like personality, the way you edit. I saw this whole video on how to make your YouTube video um, good and uh, so people can keep watching. Yeah, keep people intrigued. Yeah, keep people intrigued. And um, I really think that's the key for YouTube. And also to like be original too. Yeah, I'd say like what it's all about because it, what's crazy about social media is like the, like when you have fans and stuff, like the fans want something and it's difficult to kind of cater to fans, especially if you don't like have like the means to do it. Like when you said, John, when you were talking about, uh, where's Jillian, where's Jillian? It's like, guys, I can't give you Jillian. I can't just make Jillian, you know, like spawn just like this, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. So it's like, it's like. You guys have to kind of understand, I can't give you this, but take what I'm giving you until I can give you something that you can like. It's just, it, it's really different. It's really different. That, uh, I think, I think that's, that's what's insane about it. And also, I feel like when you get subscribers on YouTube, you, most of your views, at least for me, I don't know about you, Tyler, but most of my views do not come from my subscribers. Not mine. That's mine the same with me on TikTok. I've literally yeah. just read my analytics like before we started, and mm -hmm. uh, like 80% of my viewers aren't subscribed. Yeah. I think like 3 or 4% of my subscribers actually watch my video, and then it gives me like a time, like how long they watch the video for yeah, and I think my average and stuff like that. Yeah, my average view time I think is only like three minutes. I really wanna get it up. But yeah, like I said, it's mostly like external people. So I really try to promote it like on my Instagram all the time, my Snapchat. And I haven't really done much on TikTok, which I'm trying to do. And then I also have a new YouTube video coming out soon. <laughs> Shameless self-promo, but it should yeah, be up within yeah. a few days. That's even, like, with the podcast, like, every, the way you, like, start everything, everything goes with yeah. promotion. So it's, like, you guys reposting that on your stories. Like, the thing I made, like, I made it so you guys would repost it. Yeah. Right. And I got 40 new followers. Just oh, because wow. people were, like, okay, like, all these people. Like, I had people from your hometown... It was, like, what? only followed by Nicole Leone. No way. And, like, people, like, your friends from home. It That's was like sick. Nahara and, like, same with you. And it's, like, even, oh. even looking through, like, my analytics for the podcast so far, I've been listened to in five different countries. Woo! And, <laughs> and John, you're international, bro. Yeah. I feel like John is always meant to be, like, some sort of famous. <laughs> Thank you. I hope so. But I was just, like, even seeing that because it's, like, so weird, too, because... Like, I have friends in Ireland and stuff like that and family, but, like, Puerto Rico, uh, New Zealand, Australia, That's crazy. Canada, it's, like, I don't know who was listening to it because it was also, I pushed it so heavily. Again, I used my viral TikTok to kind of make it big. I made a comment, like, when it was going viral, I was, like, stay tuned, filming an episode for my podcast about it. Right. And, and that's a, a great yeah. promotion. And I had a bunch of people like it. The so then I made a video responding to my own comment. So a bunch of the people who liked it came and watched my podcast. And right. when I released the second episode with the girls talking about, like, the Jillian story, my podcast went up, like, by, like, 60 average listeners. Wow. And it's all good, too, because that helps me as well, because the production team I'm working with, Anchor, they're super helpful with everything, but also after you have 50 active listeners for, like, two episodes in a row... You get paired with sponsors. So now I have sponsorship deals. Oh, no way. Coming up for like future episodes and stuff like that. And I'm even turning monetization. This is going to be the first episode that's monetized. Which is oh. really sick. What? And I'm excited about that. Wait, cool. what? John, let's that's go. amazing. Damn. And it's, like, Sorry, and it's working like... because I like I just like played the cards right. And it like just wow. so happened that it all Good happened at the you. same time. Because I've been working on the podcast for so long. I released it. Just the release date just so happened to be the day that video blew up. 
Yeah. And it worked so seamlessly. And I didn't really have to do much. I kind of was just like, okay, like, let's fuck around. Mm-hmm. Wait, I have a question, though. So what I noticed is on your Instagram account for your podcast, it doesn't have a link to your podcast. Is there a way you could put that in, like, your bio? Good point. <laughs> didn't even on think of that. Yeah, on Instagram. I think you should, like, maybe try yeah, that for yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that would be a great... You guys, have, you guys have Linktree? You know yeah. what Linktree is? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I literally made one yeah. of those, and it's probably, like, the best possible thing. Because now if everyone, if anyone ever wants to, like, credit you or something, and maybe you don't want to just look at the one person's social, yeah. like, let's say you're looking at someone's Instagram. You're curious. Yeah. You go to the person's YouTube, or you can go to the person's yeah. TikTok. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Linktree has been so helpful. I think that's why, Linktree's like... Dope. That's why I think the pod has been doing well because I added the link tree in my TikTok bio, not my Instagram bio, to my TikTok bio, where most of my engagement is. It's like my I don't really publicize my Instagram that much. That's mainly like my personal thing. Yeah. Like I mean, I have a good amount of followers, whatever, but I do know a majority of them. Uh, but yeah, link tree definitely is amazing because it takes you like my Instagram, like my email, everything, and it just has worked so well. So we just took a brief intermission, and I feel like now's a good time to kind of get into cancel culture. I feel like it's rampant on social media right now, especially TikTok. I feel like, as Noah Beck said once, it's a trend to hate me, it's a trend to cancel me. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, you, I don't know if you've gotten it yet, or just like, I feel like you've gotten more like backlash. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten backlash. I don't really get that canceled on like, social media I would say just because I'm careful just because I have so many like there's so many things I want to post that like that would definitely be because I feel like the videos that do best are the ones that are really polarizing and kind of put people on two sides and I did post those at one point and they were doing super well but I'm just at a point in my life now where like external factors outside of social media like being in a sorority doing all these clubs at school, working for a a university, like, those all put me in places where I can't do that, experience that backlash, and then expect to get all the opportunities that I have. Yeah, I had an internship, like, I had a professional internship that found me through TikTok, and I couldn't be posting, you know, like, super, like, risky shit or about sex or about alcohol or anything when I have those type of people following my I agree with that, especially, like, on YouTube. I have to be careful of what I post and stuff, and I try not to, but... I feel like in my lifetime, like, what I want to do kind of revolves around social media. So I just try to stay, like, true to myself. And I really don't give a shit about what anyone has to say. And I think that's the one thing that I always want to stick with is just being true to myself. Because, you know, people, once they get big on social media, they all become fake. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's definitely true for the most part. I mean... I've had my fair share of getting canceled for, like, the most... (laughs) Like, literally the stupidest reasons. And it's nothing, like, app-wide cancellation. It's mainly just, like, the video fell into, like, the wrong group of people, and I just had to, like, go with it. The one bad one, though, was the Doja Cat one, as you guys mentioned. What happened with that? Um... So, everyone, Tyler actually didn't know this. I was trying to tell him before he didn't know this audio because he's not on TikTok. Yeah, we were having a little but, conversation yeah. about it before. Um, you know, there was like an audio on TikTok and social media for a while, and it was the, that's not cheating if I wasn't with your oh, ass. Yeah. So, I was so hyped for that song. I thought it was going to be like a bop. Like, I was so hype, ready. Like, I was like going to scream at the top of my lungs, like, do my thing. And so the night it was released, I listened to it, and it caught me so off guard because it was, it's like, after listening to it now, it's like, it's very slow, and it's very, like, she, like, speaks very soft, and it was, like, the total opposite of what she released in the demo. And it's not bad. Like, that's what I was trying to say. I was, like, responding to some comments, and I was like, okay, like, this is going nowhere. So I posted it at, like, 2.30 a.m. I thought it was friends only. Like, there was no caption, no hashtag, nothing. And... I was just, like, so disappointed in this song. Like, I expected something so different. And I woke up the next morning with, like, a crazy amount of views. And people in my comments, like, 
literally like leaking my like social security number and my phone number. Like I was fully getting doxxed because see, I said I didn't. I don't like understand. To... Who cares? It's your opinion. Exactly, but then this it, is like, America. Then freedom it just, of speech. Yeah, it just got into so just many. The is wrong. Yeah, it, I know, and it's stupid. They yeah. I think it sucks. That's because they have nothing better to do with their lives. Get your views, though. I love getting canceled. Like, honestly, I get so hyped when I see myself, like, getting canceled or getting a lot of flashback because I've never gotten more views than on the videos that people try to, like, quote-unquote cancel me. And, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can we swear on this? Yeah. Um, Like, I don't care. Like, I think it's hilarious when people get, like, tight on the internet. Like, nothing gets me, like, going more than seeing, like, Dave Portnoy or Alex Cooper and those people, like, saying some real ass shit. And then getting so many repercussions, and then just being like, okay. Like, I love that. Exactly. And I totally agree. It was just, like, this video, it's, like, the comments started turning into something so different. It was, like, a lot of the comments were, like, uh, you're a white man. Like, you shouldn't be getting in black women's business. You just hate black women doing well. And it was, like, that totally was not the point of the video at all. It had nothing to do with it. I just didn't like the song. I'd say it about any artist if I didn't like it. Like, Billie Eilish... Ed Sheeran. I literally have... It's not because of their race. Exactly. I literally have a Nicki Minaj flag hanging in my apartment right now. Know every word of every Nicki Minaj song, all of them. Like, it's totally not about that. So it was, like, at that point, like, even though the video was, like, doing so well, like, likewise, and, like, boosting my engagement like crazy, I was gaining a lot of followers, I just cut it off before it, like, got to the point where it was, like, okay, this is gonna get dangerous and, like, messy. Yeah. Just, like... Because I, like... And I wasn't going to fight for myself in the comments. Because I literally just said, I don't like your song. Yeah. It had nothing to do. And I didn't want it to blow into this whole thing. And, like, and everyone misconstrue it. And I just feel like it. people just find any little thing to come at you with. Like, with the, oh, like, you're a white man. She's, like, colored. Like, no. It has nothing to do with that. It's the fact that you just don't like the song. Like, why can't it just be as simple as that? And I think that's, like, the problem with social media today. It's, like, there's always going to be that. It's, like, the anti-hero, like... And not going to lie, I feel like, for me, like, I never do anything intentionally, but I feel like if one day I say the wrong thing, then I'm, like, screwed because I just, like, personally, I just don't... I wouldn't know if I did something. Like, obviously, I wouldn't say anything controversial. Yeah, you wouldn't and intend like, to put something negative out into the yeah, right. world. You have to have, like, you have to be full of hatred to do, like... And some people like are, that. and, like, yeah. that's, like, where cancel culture, I think, honestly, should be put into place. Like, not necessarily cancel culture, just, like, if this person's a predator, like, a belligerent racist, like, all this stuff, just delete their account. Like, I'm so attracted to cancel people. Like, I, I just don't <laughs> so I love cancel people. Like, they're all my favorites. Like, all my favorite people on TikTok and on social media in general are the people that everybody fucking hates. Because they're always the best people and they always have the most money, too. It's like Tana. Yeah. It's like Tana gets canceled over literally She's everything. She's loaded. Alice Cooper's loaded. Dave Portnoy's worth like $125 million. Like, all those people that are getting canceled. James Charles is a millionaire and he's like, what, 19? Like, yeah, he's, like, our age. And, like, the thing is, it's, like, obviously, like, like Tana, for example, it's, like, she's been called out for shit that she needed to be called out on. Yeah. It's, like, and it's, like, yes, it was, like, things in the past, but it's, like, as a celebrity, those things do resurface, and you gotta expect it, and you gotta be ready for it. But it, I think with, like, and, like, I also, like, don't have a large enough platform where I, like, should be battling with people in my comment section. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it was a different thing, I'd be, like, oh, I'm so sorry I saw this, I didn't mean to offend it, but, like... It's like, what am I going to do with all these, like, Doja Cat stands that I really, like, I didn't mean to offend and I wasn't offending. Yeah. It's just like... It's honestly, like, that's just a big get thing a with stand, Yeah, that's a big thing with stand culture, too. It's like, people will defend, like, their favorite celebrity, their favorite artist, like, oh, yeah. die hard. Like, I'm not that... I had never been that with, like, any celebrity. I don't think that deep into it. If someone doesn't like them, like, that's that. But it's like... The whole thing with Dixie D'Amelio, too, and the snail... Yeah, oh, that was the stupidest thing ever. I love Dixie. She was so funny. It's like, that. if you guys don't know like what I'm talking about, it's their chef like made them dinner, and they put snails, like escargot, and Dixie's food, and when she found out there were snails, she spit it on the floor because she was grossed out. And I was like, you're so ungrateful. Like, no, everyone knows if they, if you got something in your food that you were disgusted by, you'd fucking spit it out too. Oh, I spit a snail out so fast. 
and that's why. That chef myself. Bro, you cooked this? <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't cancel the chef for cooking snails. No, they were all defending it because they were like, yeah, exactly. That's the other thing too. It's like so many people don't realize. It's like all these influencers are doing shit because they know what type of traction it brings. It's like the D'Amelio's like. Charlie went viral for dancing in her Catholic school uniform in her Catholic school bathroom. Like, my friends went to high school with her, and they played against her in high school. She went to school in Connecticut. But it's like, she was a normal kid, they blew up, and they like, her dad, like, knew exactly what to do with their fame. And it's like, if that involves, like, getting a little traction, because when they got canceled, it went to so many different platforms because so many other celebrities' accounts were talking about it. And it's like, okay, we just got a whole new fan base you where people know us. We're both, we are both connected with Charlie and Rio's dad on LinkedIn. Yeah. Have, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Yes, we are connections on LinkedIn, Mark D'Amelio. We go way back business partners. Mr. D'Amelio? Exactly. I also think LinkedIn's so underrated. There's so many different things on LinkedIn. Like, I've made my job title host of the Dear John podcast. Mm. There you go. No more host. I don't have it as a host at Jake's Steakhouse anymore. <laughs> that wasn't really doing much for me in the social media world. Gotta start somewhere though. I love Jake's. I like working there. Restaurant background's always good though too. That's nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, don't even know how I got into that. LinkedIn, whatever. That's me. Something just came to me when we were talking about um, when you were talking about how people like cancel culture people. Those people that just leave comments. The there's a term for them, keyboard warriors. Mm-hmm. The keyboard warriors, when they when they go ahead and they try to cancel someone, I don't think that it comes across to them that they're only, you know, giving that person more and more attention. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And when you said that you don't even, like, when you didn't even bother to respond to other people's comments, like, that's usually the best possible thing you can do. Because why entertain? Why entertain? Exactly. Comments? There's no reason. Because if I also, like, too, it's like, not like selfish or like weird, but by not responding, people keep commenting with their different like intel on the video, like yeah. what they think and stuff, and it just builds my engagement even more. Yeah, all they're doing is just pushing your video to more people. That's that's, that's literally like, yeah. all they're doing. It's like thank you, I guess, right? Yeah, and that's the same thing with like haters that click on your YouTube video to hate. Yeah. You know, they're still giving you that view, so in the end, it kind of is like a gift. To have haters. <laughs> I, like, again, like, I keep bringing up the scale video, but that kind of, like, put my TikTok on. Like, I got, like, a good following from that one. But after I posted that one, I started getting, like, this one consistent troll. I remember exactly what it was. It was emoji with red eyes. That was the profile picture. It was, like, a stoner emoji. And the username was Almond Butter Balls. And Yum. I would see that on every one of my videos, just leaving some stupid comment, like, this could have stayed in the drafts. Like, just little things to piss me off. And I was like, you're boosting my engagement. Like, that goes yeah. to my account. Like, that's And as what they're I... typing, it's the video's literally replaying, and you're exactly. getting more views. Exactly. Wait, what was the comment? What did they say? It was just, like, little, like, troll comments. Like, this could have stayed in drafts. Like, why would you yeah, post this? Like, the one like, about the draft, it's like, bro, like, how are you going to comment on me... You know, just take it who it's coming from. from yeah, like no followers following like random celebrities. Random accounts, bro. Yeah, Holy no house. like exactly. It was like that's all he did. Like I mean he or she but like But have you ever had like a hater in real life? When I was like come to you. <laughs> like, oh uh, I was gonna say when I was younger I had like I used to get like hate on social media. Really? When I like, and when they like come to you and like tell you, no, it wasn't up? in person. It was just like internet haters. Oh. Like when I danced with the Dance Moms, and stuff like that. It's like they were so popular at the time and stuff like that. I literally would get like hate for it, like so much. And I was like, I'm literally twelve. Like I'm in middle school right now. Like mm-hmm. I, why am I getting hate? Like I'm not on the reality show. Like stuff like that. And that was like my first glimpse of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like. Cancel culture and, like, trolls and everything, they're just so weird and so useless. Like, they have nothing better to do. Also, I feel like... I have a, I have a little story, but um, I feel like nowadays, like, to have, like, a YouTube channel or, like, to post a lot on TikTok, you really do have to have, like, a lot of confidence because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, like, when I was in high school, I did not have the balls to post a YouTube video 
because I was always scared of like what people would think of me and like oh that's stupid this and that and actually like a few weeks ago one of my friend's friend had told him and she and he's like what is she doing on YouTube like acting like it was stupid and like personally like me like I don't give a fuck like all my friends in college are always hyping me up about my YouTube channel and like yeah, if you like you to vlog today yeah I'm vlogging today <laughs> but um what was I gonna say but honestly like you can't let your haters get to you otherwise you're not gonna grow and you're honestly not gonna go anywhere you just gotta be confident in yourself and just like I said before stay true to yourself and in the end it will get you somewhere yeah no I totally get that like I before I even started getting into social media I was a child actor mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's like not very common especially like in like a small town like did people think it was like weird it was just or? like it was so, like, no one did it. It's, like, I stopped playing sports because of it. So they were, like, oh, like, why is he stopping playing sports? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it was just always kind of, like, a new thing. Like, it was always... And, like, as an actor, like, that kind of helped me with social media because it's, like, I'm literally performing in front of a live audience. Eight right. shows a week. Like, my first professional, like, theater performance was my summer going into senior year. Like, that's, like... I was doing eight shows a week on 42nd Street in, like, in Manhattan. I was like, okay, like, you can't really worry about like confidence now. It's mm -hmm. like, you got to do your thing. Like You got this far for a reason. You have this following for a reason. You're doing this for a reason. So I think like that's kind of like the mindset you have to have. And I totally get what you mean when you're saying like small town because the thing I feel about like content creators and stuff like that is that people like will hate on them or like call them out and like act like it's stupid until they blow up but yeah, it's like and you have to start what are they somewhere say? exactly yeah because they're not gonna say anything when you're at a million subscribers a million yeah. followers you know exactly you they're gonna be like damn yeah. it's crazy seeing stuff on social media about you when or like of you or if it is you like a picture of you and it's like you didn't post it yeah it's yeah it's like whoa yeah, my uncle, I remember right after I did the interview with um, Inside a Magazine, it was like maybe two or three days later, and I had just done it, and like it was a big deal, still to this day, probably one of the biggest like things I've done with social media, and I, like, you know, people were reading, a ton of people were reaching out to me, and my one uncle reached out to me and was like, hey, I interviewed this musician the other day, she's a huge song out right now with Niall from One Direction, and I just looked at her story and you're on it. Oh, it was yeah, Ash. Yeah. She does the, the song, The Moral of the Story. Mm -hmm. And they're like, and she, he sent it to me and was like, yeah, you're on her story. Like, she just posted this. And I never would have saw it if um, he hadn't sent it to me. And then switching gears a little bit, I think it's super important to talk about kind of goals with social media and the entertainment industry. I know me personally, I definitely want to pursue something in the entertainment industry. Like, that's my main goal now, whether it's in front of the camera, behind the camera. I definitely would like to get back into acting. That was such a big part of my life for the longest time, and that honestly would be my ultimate goal. But I have been like loving TikTok, stuff like that. I'd really like to kind of keep solidifying my platform, building, growing, collabing. Um, I don't know, I think it's cool to see also like we change how social media changes. Take, like when I was on TikTok senior year, barely anyone had it. Everyone was like, "What?" And it was like so fun. Um, it was just like so many random trends. It was so chill. Like no one really cared about going viral. It was kind of similar to Vine. It was like the people that were viral were viral, and there was kind of like no touching them. And now like people like rise to fame like all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. What do you guys kind of want to do within the future? Like. Do you want to pursue it as a career, use it to further careers, like different um, aspects? I, for, personally, for me, I really feel like I do want to become big on YouTube just because it's always been my dream since I was literally seven years old. I would always, I got my first camera and I would always record myself and literally through the years I would vlog, I would edit videos. And I still have all these videos from when I was younger on my computer, and I just never posted them. And I just remember my 12-year-old self watching Bethany Moda and all those you girly YouTubers. You were a that, motivator. Yeah. 
that I just always wanted to become one. And I just never, like I said, I never had the balls to until I came to college because I think a big part of that was all of my friends hyping me up about it. And like I said, I always wanted to do it. And um, yeah, so I really want to become big on YouTube because not only do I just want to become a YouTuber, but when I'm older, I do want to have my own clothing store. And I feel like being a YouTuber is a great platform to have to promote clothes and to have your own clothing line. Any sort of, any sort of social media too. Like I feel like that could totally yeah, help. Yeah, because that's just what like works. having your own like brand before you actually have that brand. Right. You know, like a way to promote it. Like if you, if you start from the bottom, it's like yeah, like it can blow up. It's happened before, but having that extra kind of like push. And I definitely agree with what you said. Like about having like friends who support like I know like a lot of my content that does really well is with my friends and like stuff that I film with them and they're all so eager like you you guys besides Tyler have been in most of my TikToks you've been in some of my college montages but you guys have all been in like kind of like my comedy TikToks and they all do really well and I think having people like to work together and also having people who kind of have similar goals like Rosalie and I talk about TikTok all the time like common conversation other like tiktokers at our school like maria mm-hmm. she's doing so on tiktok um she wanted to come on but she can't get here from mass until move in she's still living in a dorm but yeah I, what do you guys think about your careers with social media the future um quite honestly i don't want to sound like a bummer or anything but as much as i think it would be cool I'm definitely a very, like, I, like, go to school, I'm in business analytics in the county, and, like, I've always kind of thought, like, that's what I'm going to do, like, I'm going to be an analyst, I'm going to be a CPA, I'm going to do that sort of thing, so, like, my main focus, I'm incredible, I've always been a realistic, how I cope with life is just being very realistic, so when I see myself in the future, I see myself doing that, to be quite honest, that being said, I've always been the type of person to kind of, like, nurture my habit, my, nurture my, um, I can't think of the word right now, like, to um, nurture my kind of hobbies, so, like, I do other stuff for school, I, you know, do extracurriculars, and then um, I would also consider social media to be one of those things, and I'm gonna try to continue to nurture it and see where it goes, and if it did start to go somewhere, then I would definitely, you know, invest more time and money and effort into it, but for the time being, I am probably focusing more on school. Um, so basically, what I'm trying to do is... I'm trying to like graduate and everything. I want to get my education and everything that I need to, but I do also want to follow through with YouTube and social media just for the sole fact, like Nicole was saying before, that now there's a bunch of influencers that are huge and they're not just using, you know, YouTube. Like, for example, the Nelk Boys, they all started on YouTube, but now they've built a brand and Full Send is literally as. It's probably one of the biggest brands right now. Everyone wears full sun now. You see a bunch of people with full sun. It's yeah, nothing. There's right a full sun flag in my apartment somewhere. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that's what I wanted to do at least because you know, just like you were saying before, John, you can't really like have that brand until you have that audience that could you know back you up and support you through it. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I think it's like it's cool too. Like this conversation in itself it's like nicole's like a typically like a fashion youtuber i kind of am all over the place on tiktok but it's working for me rosalia like finds her niche then (laughs) picks a new one then switches to thirst traps every so often (laughs) and then tyler like you're into like so many different aspects and i think that like that's also really cool too and it's like you have like the different platforms to use it on it's like I'm like that's why I kind of created the podcast it's like a different platform where I have like full capability to talk about whatever I want to talk about and you guys can't really say anything unless you really don't like it and stop listening then I'll take it into consideration but like compared to TikTok where it's just like I can get the views but no one likes it so I have to revert back to my old thing but it's like we all kind of have our no matter how much we hate it, like, we do have our niches, yeah. and they are hard you to break. You can't get them. You cannot shake them. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, like, once you're known for it, that's always going to be what you're known for. Like, you can add things, but you can't lose those old ones. Yeah. I 
feel like I haven't found a niche. Like, I've just been doing, like, random stuff. Like, I have gaming videos. I have, like, Twitch streaming. I have IRL videos, like, vlogs. And then I, I do, like, movies. And I kind of, like, they're long. Like some, I have one that's, like, 30, 30-something 30 minutes. But it's, like, it's a full episode and, like, or, yeah, like, a full episode of my life. Like, if I went on a trip with my friends... I'm going to show you the weekend. You're going to see how the weekend transpired from day one to day three. Not a lot of people have the attention span to do that, but I, I always like doing it because yeah. I have to plan everything. I have to edit everything. And it's, I don't know, like, you guys could definitely relate, but when you put something, when you work hard to make a video and it comes out the exact way you want it, it's probably the best feeling in the world. Especially when it comes out even better than you expected. Yeah. That's also very good. It's, like, hard to do that with, like, TikTok, too, sometimes, because it's, like, okay, like, I'm doing this trend, I have to kind of stick to the trend, but I also, like, have this super cool idea, I don't know how to word it, like, if I word it, it's gonna be too wordy, um, yeah, but I think, like, we're all, like, kind of in a good space, we're finding ourselves, finding, like, what we like, what we want to do, like, kind of what we want out of this, like, I feel, like, at least, from, I think for all of us, honestly, we're kind of looking at it more as just like a hobby compared to like when we yeah. started and like we kind of realized like the opportunities that it does hold like even like us like we've had like different like conversations with actual like companies publishers articles like brands and I think it's like actually like eye-opening when you see that and I think it's cool too that's like you like Nicole like has like started her YouTube recently so like having this conversation we've never really talked like business that much like we've just given her like content ideas and stuff like that so yeah. it's like hopefully she can take away from what we're doing same with like Tyler who's like not on TikTok he can see like how yeah. TikTok helped me bring build my brand and you can even use that as like a way to promote your stuff now too like even just posting clips of like your like vlogs and stuff yeah, like that yeah. just to kind of gauge a following on both and hopefully bring one to the other yeah that's what I started kind of doing like on Instagram because I did like my recent for the camping video and I did like three basic pictures of me just to post because it's my Instagram and then the last one was just like a clip of some random dude we met in the woods <laughs> and boom yeah. that's a regular post did it do as well as some of my other posts not at all but know what I mean yeah it's a work in progress that's also the other thing I want to make insta more casual so badly like I I kind of like it not casual it's like it's just so but I guess that's just the passion like 50-50 with it right yeah because I was at that point too I was like do I want to like put my YouTube stuff in my Instagram and then I realized like when it comes to social media once you link one thing it's yeah exactly because it's also like most people who follow me on Instagram follow me on TikTok, and, like, vice versa. Like, if you're following me on TikTok, hopefully you're following me on Instagram. And it's, like, if you see me on TikTok, and then my Instagram is just, like, my perfect moments, like, an edited picture, like, having so much fun, and then you see me on TikTok, like, borderline having a panic attack. It's, like, okay, which one's real and which one's not? Yeah. And more than likely, like, my panic attack's the real one me, than me under a palm tree in Miami, like, having the time of my life. Mm-hmm. No. But, like, my picture for my diabetes, like, I literally am... Like, oh, yeah. it's, like, such a low-quality picture. Like, there's, like, lights over my face, and I got, like, the most likes like, out oh, of wow. all my recents. So it's, like, okay. And I also love how dispos are, like, so popular mm-hmm. now. I love posting dispos. I love dispos. Everyone's got a dispo account. I love Jeez. dispos. I'm on, like, two, three different accounts. <laughs> I'm taking so many dispos tonight. Like, I already have a yeah, plan. Yeah, you have to. They're so good, especially opening. Okay, now we're getting off topic and running on tangents. We can talk about this later. Guys, I just want to thank you so much for joining me today. Thank I you. I loved this conversation, and it was so cool thank to hear. Like, yeah, thank you for yeah, having hearing us. Hearing all of your different like perspectives on topics. I think it was super cool. Again, Mia, wish you could have been here. I understand it was out of your control, but... Yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And Don't I forget will... to check us all out. <laughs> yeah, I'll link everyone down below. And I will see you all next Monday, 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye.